Springfield's Talk 104.1, and it is Tuesday, sunny 84 for a high today. Pretty consistent week weather-wise. Look at that. First alert forecast coming up from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Uh, we've got um, the lineup for tomorrow's Republican debate, though... I, I guess the deadline, there, there's certain criteria that has to be met. Asa Hutchinson, I believe. No, no. Yeah, I think it's Asa. There, there's someone who didn't. I've got the listing who uh, believes they're going to make it. It's kind of like last time around where there's certain threat. There are certain threshold that has to be met. And one of those who was on the stage last time around hasn't quite made it yet. Uh, but I think up until the debate itself, they'll still allow that person uh, to to make their way to the debate stage. At the same time, it has been announced a date and a time of a Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis debate. Now, this is just the most bizarre. It's it's bizarre in the context of it's non traditional. We all know what that debate is about. It's about two individuals that want to be president who see that their opportunity, although Gavin Newsom's path may change somewhat, uh, it isn't necessarily right now. I don't think DeSantis believes that he's going to be the nominee <clears throat> um, uh, you know, this time around. And so this is laying the groundwork for 2028. Gavin Newsom, I think, still to some degree is doing that. Uh, but with the ever-changing landscape for the Democrats and the latest polling that they're trying to dismiss as no big deal, uh, they can do that. But it's obviously not good news, this 10-point lead that the ABC Washington Post poll showed of Trump over Biden. Of course, not only we, but just about everyone's talking about that yesterday. Um, the left calling it an outlier, an anomaly. And it could very well be. Uh, that being said, however, there are no polls that have been done showing that Biden ha you know, beats Trump outside the margin of uh, error, uh, or at least none that come to mind. If so, those clearly are outliers because consistently the polls have shown uh, pretty much within that statistical margin that would make it a, a tie. Uh, but for this poll, and there was a poll done by ABC Washington Post back in May, I believe it was, that had Trump over four or five Biden. So it isn't the first poll of theirs that showed him leading. Uh, it's just an increased lead, which would track given how bad the last several weeks, the last couple of months have been for Biden. So Gavin Newsom playing coy, pretending as if he doesn't have any interest this uh, this agreement to have this debate, I believe, could very well have been a decision that was made by the Newsom people, given this poll, given the last couple of weeks by Biden and this recognition that he's got to be prepared to jump in. And uh, I, I believe, as I've noted before, that Gavin Newsom, this person waiting in the wings is a sign of how badly the Democrat Party has been in preparing anyone that has a good track record to be president of the United States. He's over the single largest failure of a state over the last few years, went from a massive surplus to a devastating deficit. You've got uh, people fleeing 
that state doing everything that essentially the people who can afford to get out are people who are poor and can't afford to get out. They're trapped there and things continue to get worse for them. Uh, People who do exceptionally well, uh, they're the ones that are impacted the least, of course, uh, as is usually the case with Democrat policies. The uber wealthy, they have the luxury of being liberals. Uh, They can afford it. So maybe they have one less yacht. But for the poor, they get trapped. The middle class generally gets shoved down to the lower class. They oftentimes often do get trapped. Those who can get out can. And this is the the resume of Gavin Newsom. At the same time, RFK Jr. is announcing he may run as an independent candidate, which, of course, is a, a horrific fear for the Democrat Party. Cornell West is in there as well. Uh, Cornell West, a name that most people don't know, but he still is drawing enough votes away from Biden that it could be problematic should he decide to go forward as a third party candidate. So there are a, a lot of moving parts. It is really far out, of course, still before we even get to the primaries themselves underway. I want to play. Now, here's what I'm looking forward to. And I think it's going to prove the most entertaining. Biden going to make an appearance with the UAW strikers. Followed up by Trump paying a visit to the UAW strikers. How they are going to play this. In other words, what, what, just put it plainly, what are they going to have Biden do? The whole pitch here, and we've got audio from yesterday, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House is, <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to benefit off of this without committing themselves to taking a position. I've got audio of uh, reporter after reporter after reporter asking Corrine Jean-Pierre, okay, so is Biden like, what, what, like what's his stance on all this? He's, you're, you're saying that he stands by them, so he's standing by what they're requesting, And, and she won't answer that question. They're trying to not take a position on this while making it appear as if they are siding with the workers. The whole goal is to make Biden appear as if he is the working man's president. Well, visually, the way that you do that, and it's just a no-brainer, is you have that individual mingling with the workers, Right. Well, this is one of the worst case scenarios for the Biden people, because Joe Biden, number one, having him. I mean, even when he has note cards in front of him, sometimes he still veers and causes a headache. You're talking about just it's like having a rabid dog or a crazy dog that just randomly bites people and letting it off the leash at a cocktail party. Uh, you're, You're just asking for something to happen. And. So you're going to put him in that scenario, not to mention if there is a lot going on, if it is sort of that crowded scene that Trump loves to be part of, where Trump commands that sort of attention and just creates that feeling of excitement for Biden, that's a very, very confusing situation for somebody in his you know situation when it comes to dementia. 
it, it can cause confusion. It can cause anger and agitation. And then, God forbid, if you have somebody that challenges him. You may recall when he was running for the presidency and he stopped at a construction site and somebody came up to him and and challenged him on some of his policies. And that's when, you know, Biden said he'd go out in the parking lot with him. And well, that was before he got as bad as he is today. So you put him in a crowd of people and he's confused. And then you have somebody challenge him and the agitation factor. The, all of this just spells potential disaster. And the only way to avoid it is to have a very structured, non-interactive appearance. And that doesn't do for them what it is that they're looking to do. On top of that, you're going to have afterwards Trump making a visit and we know how these i mean outside of the head of the union having the ability to control every one of the members and prevent them from acting as if they're excited to see trump uh that juxtapositioning between the two i i, I frankly would probably be have advised uh, biden to not go there to show some other form of support, uh, whatever it may be, even though he would be criticized for it, the potential for disaster tomorrow is just so exciting to think about. Latest news update. Good morning, I'm Cutter 10 and Fox 49's Jesse Inman. Bills of impeachment have been introduced for Mayor Samuel Snyder in Willard. This comes less than two weeks after the Board of Aldermen publicly censured the mayor. The controversy started when the mayor fired the interim city administrator who was hired while Snyder was away at a conference. At the time, the mayor said he fired her because she was unqualified. The board then voted to censure Snyder and keep the city administrator in her role. The impeachment vote comes in October. A police chase in West Springfield damages multiple vehicles. An erratic driver was going the wrong way on West Bypass, according to Greene County deputies. Deputies pursued the red BMW until the suspect crashed into a utility pole near Sunshine in Kansas. Three cars were towed and the suspect was arrested. For Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. And that first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 84 today, cloud 63 tonight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 84. They are that... Uh, News report just uh, moments ago, Willard Board of Aldermen. They have their own impeachment going on. We've got, and uh, incidentally, the lineup of the first witnesses as part of the uh, impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. We've got that. We'll talk about that later. But uh, Willard has their own impeachment going on. And as you heard, this there's been this real back and forth there of... Um, conflict and and you've got mayor sam schneider who was presented with a letter of impeachment last night citing various concerns about his lack of effort to hire a city administrator as well as conduct and he's he's appeared and and, and uh, verbally said hey i take responsibility for this i i, I get it i understand though some of the members of the city council have said he says that however he's not demonstrating that he's changed in any way shape or form and so this is something that we've got to move forward with and at the meeting last night there were uh, there's, uh i think three people that got up and spoke and 
oftentimes when you have a situation like this, you've got a board and they are in this case moving forward with impeachment of the mayor. You will have people that stand up and generally take one side or the other. But the sense you got last night from the speakers is they weren't necessarily on any one side. They just thought it, the whole thing was a train wreck and that all of this back and forth is embarrassing and and uh, seem to uh, focus their scorn on on absolutely everyone. The the letter recounts um, a number of instances throughout the year, allegations, I suppose one would say. According to the letter, Mayor Schneider misrepresented the facts on the state candidate's affidavit of tax payment form by filing the form with unfiled and unpaid personal property taxes from 2022. It also stated that he has at least once used his position to have a penalty fee against him waived for improper payment of utility fees. But but the, the primary reason that they cite is his lack of action to hire an interim or permanent city director. And there was this um, meeting a couple of weeks ago where the board unanimously censured him for his attempted firing of an interim city director. Censure doesn't, yeah, it's, it's a shame on you. It's like a verbal warning. If you've ever had one of those at work, this is, am I getting written up? Well, this is a verbal warning, a verbal reprimand. That's essentially what a censure is. Uh, but again, they, they're, they have, suggested or they're, they're claiming that he, he he doesn't seem to get it and this is still pro and we've got to figure you know we've got to move forward with this stuff and get we have a problem we have high turnover with staff uh, and while it may not be fully his fault he clearly isn't making things better and we're just getting mucked up here and we can't do the city business with all of these issues and so uh, I think it's on October November that there will be uh, potentially movement forward on this in terms of whether he, he is actually Im impeached or not, or removed, I guess I should say, uh, from that office. Now, at the same time, <laughs> this is one of those stories that, I guess it's funny, I don't know. Let me just read it to you. Hardy, Arkansas. This is another small-town mayor story. He was also caught up in a scandal. He was arrested for disorderly conduct at a football game. A Northeast Arkansas mayor was arrested at the Arkansas State University football game Saturday evening in Jonesboro. Arrest records show authorities arrested 28-year-old Ethan Barnes of Hardy, Arkansas on a misdemeanor charge of disorderly conduct and booked him into the Craighead County Detention Center on September 23rd. Barnes was elected as mayor of Hardy in November of 2022. In an exclusive K-8 News interview, Barnes explained the situation surrounding the arrest. Quote, I was visiting one of the alumni events, and I suffered a bathroom emergency, unfortunately. After quickly looking for a nearby restroom 
and without being able to locate one or a porta potty, I went to a very secluded area in the woods to use the restroom. An Arkansas State University police officer then approached the mayor. Barnes said upon finishing and beginning to return to the event, I was approached by a university police officer and detained for what an officer described as disorderly conduct. At no time whatsoever did I intend my actions to be disorderly or be disruptive to anyone. He said he has no plans to resign his position. Quote, I'm confident the facts will show that my actions were very reasonable. Under the circumstances, nothing about my actions compromises my ability to serve on behalf of the citizens of Hardy. He added he will appear in court on October 31st. Now, when you think bathroom emergency, what do you think? Oh, he had to, he had to go number two. See, that's what I think, too. I, now, that, I suppose it could mean you, got, you don't want to pee your pants. It's an emergency. But in my mind... That's like the real, that's a real emergency. That is a bathroom emergency. That is a bat because that's, you know, I think a, a person can pee their pants and it not be as devastating as doing the other. In fact, that's so devastating, I can't even say the words. That initial explanation, I think people can sympathize with. Like, well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to crap your pants... And there's no restroom around, and you go into is he a secluded part of the woods? Okay. That being said, see, I always play this stuff out in my mind, and there's, there's it just doesn't quite make sense. Now, that doesn't mean that it isn't absolutely true, because it could be. But I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you are in a secluded part of the woods, that to me suggests that you can't be seen by anyone. Right. Okay. And then you're coming out of the woods. Why were, as you're coming out of the woods, why already are you being approached by law enforcement? Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now even I, I suppose, again, I, I try to imagine all the scenarios. Uh, maybe this is an area of the woods that, I don't know, it's just, maybe a police officer thought, well, that's kind of weird. I wonder why that guy's out there. So I'm just going to go chat with the guy. And... It, the, 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 let's say that that happens and then the guy's like hey here's the deal I can't imagine though it could happen a police officer arresting somebody for doing that arresting somebody who's like uh, listen I was about to crap my pants and so I went out to an area where nobody could see me and I did it out there just like nature intended like the bears and the deer and the raccoons that's what I did it was that or crap my pants and I thought that would be better I I, I would think most in law enforcement if that were the scenario would go oh man it's a rough day rough day for you man i i've been there i get it you know i i good thing that you made it out there in time are you okay do you need anything you know that sort of scenario so the i don't know it just all doesn't really play out to me i think that that on the surface that is a great explanation that most people would sympathize with but I just don't see it playing out that way. It's just, I don't know. There's something else that I think that we're going to find out on this. We're going to keep an eye on this story and make sure we follow it. Absolutely. I mean, that's between that and the Willard man. Now, uh, which of these two situations would you rather be in? Would you rather be the Willard mayor who is facing impeachment because of personnel issues, because you can't get along with the council, because uh, you tried to fire someone, they said you didn't have the right to fire, and you've got this back and forth, 
or arrested because you claim that you almost crapped your pants, went out into the woods, and and then, you know, but... I'm leaning towards Willard. Yeah, I think I'd much rather (laughs) be in that situation as well. I don't know if that's right or not, but I am am oddly curious to hear what further details comes out of the hardy Arkansas mayor, just because there's got to be something else in there. Coming up, Trudeau finally responding to the fact that the Canadian Parliament had a huge standing ovation after being introduced to the hero Nazi soldier. Uh, literally a Nazi soldier, not rhetorically, but an actual Nazi soldier. Um, and tr- he manages to throw in there somehow these people, they have these auto responses Russian disinformation. American Transmissions talking text line. I realize I'm getting older when I crap my pants in public. Yep, diarrhea. That is, that's, you know what, that is a real benchmark in life. They say after you turn 21, there are no other benchmarks other than turning 40. But I think the first time you crap your pants. I could see that. I think that is, that's, you're like, you know what, this is a new milestone in life. (laughs) It's true. You should hold on to that memory. Coming up, Trudeau blaming Russian disinformation for the fact that they welcomed with open arms and a standing ovation an actual Nazi before Canadian Parliament. I know you're asking yourself, how did, what? Russian disinformation? What does it matter? These are just words you throw out. A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs. You have something catastrophic occur and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. They do have financing options available. You don't have to have the best credit in the world. So it is an option for you. Three years, 30,000 mile, 36,000 mile uh, warranty on most work. And they just, you know, they do a great job. And they do that that guarantee because they do recognize sometimes things happen. And that there is some art to the science. And no matter how good you are, how well trained you are, how great the equipment is that you use, no matter how, how reliable the parts are, uh, things are still going to happen. And they want to make sure they take care of that. It's part of the guarantee you get with A1 Custom Car Care. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. Sunny today, 84 for a high. Cloud 63 tonight, mostly sunny, 84 tomorrow. Uh, we did get um, on the American Transmissions talk and text line, the Webster Dictionary's new term for pooping your pants is called doing the Biden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he did do that. Yes, he did. That was over there in England. <laughs> What a place to do it. What? A, yeah, you know what? If you're gonna. Trudeau blames Russian disinformation for the Nazi veteran attending Canadian Parliament. I actually have audio of this. Now, if you know the, or if you, if you aren't familiar with the background, you had Zelensky of Ukraine visiting Canada, and as you know, You are not supposed to question anything about Zelensky. And I'm not suggesting by saying that, that means that there is something to question. I'm not saying there's not. The point here is you're not supposed to question anything. You're not supposed to question whether we should be involved in the capacity we are. You're not supposed to question how much money. And when I say we, they're Canadian, we're American, but this applies to all of us. This is just the 
the place that we're in, which is sort of weird because isn't all of this done in the name of freedom, right? Yet when you have leaders that tell their people in the name of freedom, don't question anything. If you do, we are going to accuse you of being with the enemy. Isn't that what the tyrants usually do? Isn't that generally what the bad guy does? That's how you identify. If you don't know anything at all, wake up out of a coma. And you have these conflicting factions, conflicting nations, conflicting countries. And you're trying to identify, all right, who's the tyrant here? And you're like, okay, these over here, let's see, they threaten their citizens that if they question anything about the involvement of this war, then they will be accused of siding with the enemy. Now, is that, would you think, oh, yeah, that's the side that's standing up for freedom and democracy. Now, clearly, I'm illustrating the atmosphere that's been created in Canada as well as the United States. That doesn't mean that Putin's the good guy. Sometimes it's not this side is 100% good and this side is 100% bad. Sometimes you got two bad guys. Sometimes you got one that's kind of bad and one that's really bad. It's a spectrum, if you will, much like gender. One of the foundations of our nation and the concept of freedom is the ability to ask such questions. And so I think the fact that we are demonized by asking questions, we are accused of helping support the enemy by asking questions, that's not a very good sign. That's not a great reflection on the United States of America. That's not a great reflection on Canada. Because, you know, that's sort of kind of how Putin acts as well, doesn't he? Well, let's be honest. Putin, the, the atmosphere in Russia is, is, is similar in nature. You don't question for fear, if anything, of being accused of siding with the enemy. Is that not what is occurring here? So this, I believe, it essentially has bitten Canada in the butt here in terms of public relations because Zelensky shows up with his old guy saying, hey, by the way, this is my buddy, a war hero. I want him to get an awesome reception. And you don't question Zelensky, see? Because questioning Zelensky means siding with Putin. So you almost have to go overboard in proving your loyalty. And so Parliament in Canada, they, they know what they're supposed to do. Okay, whatever Zelensky says, go. well, the guy turns out to be a Nazi. And the rhetorical questions come about, how could this have happened? I just explained how it happened. You have created an atmosphere, as we have here in the United States, where you are not supposed to question anything Zelensky says. He's awesome. He's saving Europe from the dictatorship of Putin. 
He is the greatest freedom fighter that we have seen, and Lord knows how long you don't question him. Well, when you create that sort of environment, these are the things that can happen. In an almost laughable, which somewhat makes the point, laughable explanation, Trudeau <laughs> manages to throw in somehow as, I guess, an excuse or an explanation for the welcoming of a Nazi before Canadian Parliament, Russian disinformation. Here's what he had to say. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, the speaker, speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Uh, I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating Yom, or commemorating Yom Kippur today. Uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation, and continue our steadfast and unequivocal support for Ukraine uh, as uh, we did last week with announcing uh, further measures to stand with Ukraine in uh, Russia's illegal war against it. So Trudeau is recommending, encouraging, suggesting that in the context of the Canadian Parliament welcoming and applauding a Nazi, apparently by accident, that the answer to that is pushing back against we, uh, Russian disinformation. Like, this is Russian... Di or I, I don't even know how the context fits in here. I, I suppose perhaps what he is trying to do is say, don't criticize this because that's what the Russians are going to do. That we should be careful not to criticize us, not to criticize Zelensky for bringing a Nazi here because that's what the Russians are going to do. And that is Russian propaganda. So we're right back to the approach that creates this atmosphere in the first place. Don't criticize. Don't question. If you do, that's Russian propaganda. This is the absurd nature. And I, yeah, it's like... This is so obvious and so clear. It's also part of the reason that leaders like Trudeau, and Lord knows we have him here in the United States as well, they don't want their supporters to think. This is why they don't want them to ask questions. This is why they want them to go to school, not to learn how to think, but to be told, here's what you're supposed to believe. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. Because otherwise, one might ask Trudeau the sort of questions that we're talking about here right now. One might note to Trudeau, you know, some may believe part of the problem here, with, in, in fact, the last, I printed off one of, I mean, there were numerous stories on this, uh, and they reference Friends of Simon uh, Weisenthal Center, which is a Canadian-based Jewish human rights group. And the group asked for an apology and an explanation as to how this happened. Well, there's not going to be any explanation because the explanation is a criticism of the elites. And that is, and this is where, this is why they don't want questions being asked and, and their, 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 their people to critically think, because one may say, um, 
One might argue, Trudeau, that the reason this happened is because the people have been instructed not to question anything surrounding Zelensky or anything going on in Ukraine because they may then be accused of Russian propaganda. And so what is Trudeau, and hear what's Trudeau doing? Let's not use this now. Let's not criticize Zelensky for bringing a Nazi and, and, and praising a Nazi. Let's not criticize the Canadian Parliament. We said we made a mistake, but don't criticize us, lest you be spreading Russian propaganda. His declaration here, his instruction to people, essentially keep your mouth shut and don't question us. That is that is the foundation of the, the problem here and the foundation for that, that problem that created this atmosphere that allowed something like this to happen in the first place, Russian disinformation. You listen to this and you listen to Nancy Pelosi. You remember the, well, I'm sure they still exist. Uh, you can answer this. You have a child and a husband. Uh, do they still make the those round things and you pull the string and it's like the cow goes, yes, it, it lands, do. and you've got seven or eight different animals and mm-hmm. it's just, a, so after a while, it's the same thing over and over again. It's just a, uh, a, a, a rotation, a random rotation. There needs to be one of those for the left. You know, the Democrat goes, you're spreading Russian disinformation. The Democrat goes, you're a MAGA extremist. Uh, And it's just like these go-to phrases. Listening to Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday, we have some of this audio as reporter after reporter after reporter. We're trying to get a definitive position from the White House, whether or not Joe Biden supports what the union workers are requesting from the car companies. And she had four or maybe five different phrases that and she just repeated them over and it was like, pull the string, let the arrow rotate, and then it's gonna land on something. I, you might as well replace her with one of those. Springfield's Talk 1041, I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you, hey, coming up this Saturday, if you don't have plans, uh, well, I'm gonna make some for you. If you do, cancel them. Yeah, cancel them because I, I have something is. better. Wedding, funeral, whatever, mm-hmm. cancel yep. or postpone it. Yep, so postpone. what am I talking about? Well, Quick Draw Gun, they have been doing some remodeling, some renovations, and they have actually been expanding their store down in Monette, and they are going to be doing a grand reopening. So like I said, it's going to be Saturday, September 30th from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m., and it's going to be awesome. They're going to be doing hourly giveaways. They're going to have hot dogs and refreshments. That's going to run from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. They're going to have store-wide savings. They're going to have a Park West factory rep on on site. There's going to be over 100 new and used guns at blowout prices, so it's going to be a pretty awesome event. If you have been looking to do like an ammo restock, if you've been just wanting to go down there and see the shop, it is a good time to go down there. Plus, if you are like me and you are kind of new to the firearm world or maybe you are wanting to purchase your first firearm, it's also a great event to go down there and do that as well. So I have all of this information up at ksgf.com as well as on our social media. And of 
of course, if you are wanting to just head down there before Saturday, you can find all of the contact information for Brad and his team down there at Quick Draw Gun. That's going to be housed under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Uh, Politico, by the way, has an article regarding the Zelensky Nazi Canadian Parliament situation. They refer to him as a Nazi linked individual. So you've got the left. They're all, re- you know, they try to. It's all it's protection. Well, I get this. Being told this is the side you're on, being told Zelensky is a great guy and he makes no errors and mistakes and he's pure as a driven snow, don't ask questions, and you see it in the reporting. That's that's why, how you end up with political, well, Nazi-linked. He was a Nazi. I mean, Nazi-linked, as in he was one? Someone asked, the, well, so, okay, let me get a couple of your text messages. Tony from Nixie here, just... Uh, this wasn't just a Nazi, but a former SS member. These guys were so gung-ho. They had their blood type tattooed under their arms. That's how allies identify them after the war. Yeah, and here's the thing. You, you had a number of countries that have essentially been fought in and over by bad guys here and bad guys there. And so you have strange bedfellows. I have a photograph. So I've got a little area in my home with uh, some historic, they're actual, like, uh, they're not reproductions, but um, photographs from the the original, you know, like the the film itself. And I've got one, it's the Yalta Conference, and you've got Ch- Churchill sitting there with Roosevelt and Stalin. In terms of human atrocities, and Stalin is in a category with Hitler. And we buddied up there. And this is, I'm not justifying anything. I'm just saying, this is how sometimes these things occur, is the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. And... If you are a country and you were under the brutal rule of, for a period of time, the Soviet Union, and you're currently, because this is, I mean, this is why Zelensky, I'm sure, brings this guy. Some people are going to say Zelensky's a Nazi, and I I understand that, but here's another way, not right or wrong, but just to look at it. You've got this fight against Russia, right? And so you look around and you're like, hey, here's a guy who's 98 years old. He fought them. Well, he fought him as a Nazi. (laughs) I I suspect that World War II warriors alive living in Ukraine that fought uh, against the the Soviet Union, fought against or fought against Russia, fought against Stalin. Uh, I, I I suspect there's slim pickings there, and again, it's not r- justification. Doesn't mean that it was a smart move, but when you're talking about a world war 
and you have you're picking teams like in dodgeball sometimes you're picking people that maybe aren't the nicest people in the world but you want as many on your side as possible to stop those other bad guys and that means sometimes you got bad guys does that mean it's wise decades and generations later to bring them to the world stage and ask everyone to stand up and applaud for them and probably not probably not sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend until the enemy's gone until they're defeated and then that enemy doesn't have to be your friend anymore you know the one that helped you get rid of them to me all of this though the biggest prop the, the biggest takeaway is how and why this happened and it is this obedience to or this required obedience to not ever questioning anything associated with Zelensky. Springfield's Talk 1041 I'm Nick Reed. American Transmissions talk and text line. I think Nick just suggested your husband plays with toys. You have a child and a husband, he said. <laughs> your your husband's childlike in ways. Sometimes. I, and not in a bad way. I could see him having just as much enjoyment, if not more, out of one of those toys. Careful there. Then I, I mean. Don't that, you be trying to insult my husband I'm at 6.58 a.m. on a Tuesday. I'm not. I'm just saying are? I could see him. No, you're right. Uh, what are those even called? What are those things called? I don't know. Spinning. But uh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I can't think of the name of them. There was the farm animal. I, that, that seemed to be the most. See, we don't have one of those because we just go outside. Yeah, you just have, you just, <laughs> you spin around and then point yourselves and you're like, the cow goes moo. News coming up in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.